Welcome everyone to another edition of the Final Down NFL podcast with myself, Jim, Punk Raider and Denver Dave. We're here to talk about some NFL. How are we doing, boys? How are you doing, Terrible Jim? Don't Terrible do Jim, it's lovely <laughs> oh to God. see you. Denver Dave, lovely to be in the same vicinity as you as well. Yeah. Ish. This has well, got to, this has know. got to stop, boys. This has got but, to stop. Um, it was it was yeah, funny once. It was funny once, but you know. Listen, just because you're not laughing doesn't mean to say everyone else is. We love it. Just embrace it. I embrace Ter- uh, Denver Dave. I've been called. Oh Tyler yeah, it's Dave so bad. Been called Denver Dave. Well. You absolute swine. Terrible <laughs> called Denver Jim. Dave. Yeah, let's start a trend in terrible Jim. No, I can't even put a poll up because I know, <laughs> like, Boat McBoatface, everyone just vote for a terrible Jim, no matter what else I put up there. So, hundred percent. Listen, I hate you, I'm Dave. like, I'm the least creative person ever. So, give me something. It's the only creative thing I've ever done. You know, you <laughs> think it is, worse you don't, for me. You don't appreciate it. I was sitting on that for months. <laughs> you have no idea how long I was sitting on that for. So yeah, you were sitting on that sitting. for months, and that was the best you could come up with. You do better. I mean, other than no, Jim's going to have to blank me if I come up with what I was going to say. But no, <laughs> terrible, Jim. It's relevant. <laughs> Steely McSteeler face. Mm. I've spent a lot of time thinking about my uh, fantasy team name. To be perfectly honest, I'm going to get you back. I'm going to get you back for this. Uh, let's let's do some news, shall we? Uh, so yeah. the, big news, the big news today was that uh, Jarrell Casey, former Titans, Tennessee Titans defensive tackle, announced his retirement um, after 10 seasons in the NFL at the age of 31. Casey spent his first nine seasons with the Titans and was considered one of their most consistent and dependable players. The five-time Pro Bowler played three games with the Denver Broncos last year before suffering a season-ending bicep injury. He was released by the Broncos this past February. The Titans selected Casey with the 77th overall pick in the 2011 NFL Draft. He played in 139 regular season games from 2011 to 2019 and missed just five games over that stretch. Casey was a six-time defensive captain for the Titans, whose 51 career sacks ranked second only behind Javon Kurse, who had 52 since the franchise relocated to Tennessee in 97. Casey was also a two-time Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year nominee. Um, now, obviously, Punk and myself didn't have any dealings with him on our own team, but Dave, any, any words about Jarrell Casey? I mean, there was a huge amount of excitement when we signed him Mm. Um, and it became painfully obvious that he wasn't going to be as impactful as we thought he would be. Just, I mean, he was, he's a defensive tackle at the end of his career. So it was when you sign them, there's more hope than anything that you're going to be, you know, (laughs) signing a stud, but (laughs) it didn't really work out. He got a, it it was a bad bicep injuries is from what I understand his bicep was, um, it tore away from the muscle tore away from the bone, which is obviously not great when you're a defensive tackle, but you know, you wish the guy luck. He was uh, a solid player for a long time. He got his biggest payday in Denver and he played a handful of games, went straight onto IR. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it was a good example of uh, the, the Titans seeing that, you know, it was time to let him go because they traded him for a sixth round cap, a uh, sixth round draft pick, I think. Um, Broncos swooped him pretty pretty quickly and got him, and um, yeah, you know the 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 Titans were so desperate to get rid of him. They're taking a cap hit. They took a ta- cap hit last year, and uh, there's the potential for it to carry over this year as well, depending on um, whether he would have signed with a new team. So yeah, they obviously saw that it was the end of his uh, end of his career, and uh, yeah, he's finally called time on it. But he's, he had a great career. He's never, he's never going to look back and think, "I wish I didn't do that." He was one of the premier defensive tackles in the league. Yes. Uh, always just just off the tip of everyone's tongue. 
No, he's, yeah. he's one of those guys who's massively underrated. I mean, going mm. into the 2016 Super Bowl, um, Broncos versus um, uh, Broncos versus the Panthers, we had numerous uh, numerous times we tried to sign him going into that season. And if you think if you'd have had Jarrell Casey with Demarcus Ware one side and Von Miller the other side, I mean, that we would have won been the amazing. game anyway. <laughs> We won the game anyway, but you know you you can always hope. But no, there was that. There was there was all there was talk for a long time that he may well end up with the Broncos. And when it finally happened, it was nice, but it was bittersweet in the way it ended. But nice, well done to him. Some other news: the San Francisco 49ers have reportedly agreed to terms with free agent cornerback Josh Norman, as per Jay Gazer of Fox Sports. Uh, Mike Groffalo of NFL Network reported Norman can earn up to two and a half million in the deal. Norman, 33, is entering his 10th NFL season. He played nine games last year for the Bills, amassing 24 tackles, four pass breakups, and a 16-yard pick six in Week 17 against the Dolphins. He played four and seasons. One amazing, weeks. amazing uh, handoff by Derek Henry that mm, sent oh, that him absolutely me. flying. He I stopped the run, though. Might he did be, stop that play. He did stop the run, but I think that might be my highlight from last season. He just put his pride in the way, and uh, it was just an amazing play, <laughs> amazing handoff. Uh, he played four seasons apiece for the Carolina Panthers and Washington football team before his one year in Buffalo. Dave, you're not a massive fan of Josh Norman, but you've got to admit, he did no, have no, a pretty I good am. comeback last year for the I'm, Bills. I'm, I'm a big Josh Norman fan, but the thing that annoyed oh, okay. me was when, you know, in, in his season before he went to Buffalo, he was a liability. And it was, you know, he was trading off his name. And it's not a criticism on him because that's what you absolutely would do. If you're having a tough time of it, you would say you point to what you've done previously. Um, but the fact is he was letting his team down and there was a lot of people who were vocal about how can you drop the Josh Norman? You can drop him because he's playing absolutely terribly. So I was critical of him at that point and I was critical of a lot of fans for saying they shouldn't drop him. They fundamentally absolutely should have. He went to Buffalo and resurrected his career, came out and said, I never want to leave Buffalo. Unfortunately, Buffalo he's moved, moved to the other side of the country. Well, he's he's much further away. But it's a great move for him. I mean, playing in that scheme and being able to essentially man the slot is going to be, it will hopefully do for him what has happened with Xavier Rhodes going to the Colts, basically. That's what you've got to hope. And the 49ers like a veteran corner, don't they? I had uh, Richard Sherman oh, yeah, there until recently. Yeah, and if, 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 if anything, the 49ers seasons like last season, he's going to spend most of his time on IR, which will be a nice little payday for him. So it'll be cool. Because everyone in the 49ers ends up on IR. Oh. True story. Last little bit of news, not really uh, too shocking. Houston Texans head coach David Cully told reporters on Monday that Tyrod Taylor will be this team's starting quarterback in week one. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport added that the news confirms that what appeared clear, Deshaun Watson will sit on the roster, but not play. I mean, yeah, that's not shocking. I don't expect Derek Deshaun Watson to play a game for the Texans again. I mean, the silence is deafening. <laughs> it's, it's what you what, what, what do you want? What do you want? It's what I love to hear on the podcast is you guys not responding when I say something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, yeah, it's not exactly news, is it? It's uh, more expected than that. But, we're a bit starved for yeah. news right now because we're, we're still just waiting for the first games this weekend. Uh, before we go on and do the picks then, boys, for this week, how about we do our little feature? And we were going to be doing some more predictions. Last week, we did predictions for every single game of the regular season. Uh, that was quite interesting. Now, though, we're going to stick our neck on the line again and say who are going to win some of the awards at the end of the season. 
So we're going to do the big ones. Uh, we'll do some other ones on the Patreon. So you won't get to hear that unless you sign up at patreon.com slash final down. Uh, but we're going to do the main ones here. So, well, some of the main ones anyway. Let's start with the most valuable player. I'm going to go with Punk on this one. Who is going to get the MVP this season? Well, it kind of makes me ill to say it. <laughs> That's why I went to first. But, um, you know, this, this award tends to go to a quarterback, doesn't it? It's yeah, very typically. rare that an MVP will, will, will go to anyone outside of that rather fundamental position. Um, this year, I think there's probably two or three in the running that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, and I'd like to pick one of the other two that I thought of. However, <laughs> I think those two might be meeting in the Super Bowl, which means okay. that the third guy I had on my list is probably the one that's going to pick up the MVP because they tend not to give it to the guys in the Super Bowl. So my pick for MVP this year is Patrick Mahomes. I thought you were going to say Brady with that wind up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm not lie. All right, Dave. Um, so I was, I've looked at it a different way. Of, I had, we were discussing this before the pod. I had Mahomes written down um, and he was the one that I was going to choose. Um, again, I, I believe it's not going to be, it will be a quarterback. Um, Pop quiz, do you know who the last non quarterback MVP was in the NFL? No, Lamar Jackson, 2019. Only joking. It was um, Adrian Peterson, 2012. So since then, it's been quarterbacks the whole way. Um, so I've gone for who I want to win it. I don't think this. I don't think this is going to happen. But this is who I want to win it because I'm a proper fanboy, and he's now got got a proper team. Matt Stafford, 50 touchdowns, five and a half thousand yards, and nine yards scrambling. Matt Stafford. So that's what I'm going for. He was one of the three on my list. Was he really? Oh, that's good yes, to know. He really good to was. Know. I mean, you know, I love Matt Stafford and what he's done in what he's done in Detroit for his entire career. I mean, I don't know if they had knighthoods, knighthoods in the states, but he should be given a knighthood because that team has been trash for so long. I know he had Megatron. I get that, but I mean, the rest of Detroit was a mess, and he still looked brilliant. I'm so excited for what he's going to do with the Rams. So, yeah, he's my Super Bowl MVP. Or not Super Bowl MVP, MVP. League MVP. Okay. Well, no, League they, MVP. Just to confirm, they don't give out knighthoods in America, Dave. They uh, should. <laughs> so Max they're in Stafford a good position. I think he's going to have a great year. But uh, oh. I have to agree with some of what Punk said, in that I believe that a QB will win this and that it will be Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I don't believe that he won't be making the Super Bowl. I'd be now intrigued to see who you think is making the Super Bowl punk. Well, there you go. He's going to raid it, and he's like Derek Jesus. Carr. Jesus. Derek Carr, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Let's do Offensive Player of the Year. Let's go with Dave first. Um, Chris McCaffrey. Now, the reason I've gone for Chris McCaffrey is because everyone forgets just how monumentally brilliant that season was before last year when he got injured. Um, it was like 2,000 combined scrimmage yards. And he's not going to win MVP because he's not a quarterback. Although, let's be honest, he could probably play quarterback. He could play everywhere else. Um, and I just think with, uh, with the Panthers' ability to now push it down the field, I think there's every chance he is 
he's just going to come back bigger, better, and stronger. CMC, my offensive player of the year. Can he win it if they don't make the playoffs? Uh, I think they will. I think they will make the playoffs. It will be a wild card, but I think they will make the playoffs. It's a bit easier to make Maybe. the playoffs now than it used to be, but still, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Reach. If you if you want to know exactly how I think they're going to make the playoffs, listen to last week's episode. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Punk, do you want to go next? I could go next. Um, I, I this is one I flip flopped on. Um, offensive player of the year doesn't always go to a quarterback, so oh, you know. No. Um, it, you're quite safe in coming away from that. I also had a list of, of three or four here, actually. And the one that I actually... McCaffrey was one on my list, but the one I actually plumped for was Derek Henry. When so, um, second year running. Second year running. I think he will... He, I, I've got a funny feeling he might go close to the record this year. Um. Don't ask me why. We'll see if it happens. It's a bold prediction. But I think Derek Henry is just going to be destroying people left, right, and center. Without so Googling, he's, he's my pick for Offensive Player of the Year. Without Googling, yeah. did you know the last person to win back-to-back Offensive Player of the Year awards? Uh, Marshall Falk, 2000, uh, 2001. And 99. You Googled it, son of a... <laughs> I'd already Googled it. You can't say. I know you would have without Googled it. He's got all the windows it. open up in front of it's... him for all the I've stats. Got, I'm not talking. Call me Nasdaq Bay from it. I've got five <laughs> screens on. I'm not even joking. Literally, I've got laptop that I'm on. I've got them everywhere. It's like he's doing a keyboard solo or something with all these brands like everywhere. the Matrix. <laughs> Just all over. Yeah, it's not easy to win back-to-back offensive player of the year. Right? So that's why I couldn't give it but to Derek Henry. The, the thing is, right... I, I sat here a moment ago and said um, Christian McCaffrey got 2,000 scrimmage yards. Mm-hmm. Derek Henry got 2,000 rushing yards. Yeah. If he could catch a pass, he would be lethal. <laughs> he, he doesn't even need to catch a pass. If he can just get another 300 yards, that would probably be enough. Especially, And the reason I didn't go McCaffrey was mainly because I don't believe the Panthers will make the playoffs. So from my point of view, yeah. It made sense to to go with the guy that is going to make the playoffs. I mean, the thing you've got to look at though is is that Derek Henry is in a really tough division. He might is he? Not have made the <laughs> is he? Are you sure? My God, my God! So, I suppose, I suppose, yeah. When you look at it, you know those those mm. Jags are, are pretty feisty and Texans. So are, you're Texans, going Derek, Texans will be there or thereabouts. So. You're going Derek Henry. I am going Derek Henry. Okay, go. James. So, as my, for, as my stats for rushing yards and rushing TDs. How TV. do you spell Roethlisberger, guys? Is it R-E-O-R-R-O-E? R-O-E. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing what Jim's going to write. Oh, Roethlisberger. <laughs> right, there we go. I'll write that down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is there a hyphen in Schuster? Mm-hmm. So as we'll find out in the, in the Patreon, my <laughs> awards for most rushing yards and most rushing TDs are split. Receiving yards and receiving TDs. Passing yards, passing these because all these things are split among different players. I thought I'd play safe with a QB because I just think it's going to be a lot of players playing very well. And so if there are, there is, they usually just uh, fall back on a quarterback to give this award to. So I am going to give it to Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. The other one, he was very close last year to getting it, Um, (laughs) and I don't think he's going to have a drop off in performance this year. So I think they'll give it to him. As already given Patrick Mahomes the MVP, they'll give like a 
secondary prize to Josh. The thing I, is, I, I just don't like two quarterbacks winning both awards, to be honest. No, you don't, Punk. I find, no. it, I find it difficult to think that Josh Allen will win Offensive Player of the Year while Patrick Mahomes wins MVP. Why? I can't. Yeah, but it I happens don't, I don't so know. often. It no, happens I know. so often I know. that a quarterback I, will win MVP and someone absolutely. completely different will win I Offensive agree, Player of the Year. The voting's all different and everything works. Yeah. But I can't sit there and write that down myself. And I get why you've done it, because absolutely could happen. And it's that's not a criticism on your picks at all, in any way, shape, or form. You just don't want it to happen. Gen, it genuinely isn't. I can't sit there and put a different quarterback to who I pick with the MVP. But I, I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. That's genuinely. Not Thanks. What, what I am. Take. You're wrong. Just, well, I mean, you might be wrong. But um, I love Josh Allen. I have done since he's come out. I think he's he's brilliant. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Um, but no, I think they're sensible picks. There's nothing ridiculous in there. Um, my pick of Matt Stafford probably goes down as being slightly the most controversial, but hey. Not that um, controversial. Like I said, I had him, I had literally had Stafford in my list of three. So you, you know, I can't have I another QB, Josh Allen, in that list of three. Well, I mean, we're doing defensive player of the year next. So you can't have another QB. So who are you going to have? <laughs> this is well, Roethlisberger, I'll... isn't it? For all those tackles he's making. <laughs> that's, after the right, that's right. I'll, I'll give it to the person that should have had it last year. And that's TJ Watt, just about to sign a new massive contract. What? He's got that, that work ethic of all the Watts, so don't. I don't expect it to go down. I think he'll get the most sacks, and he'll get what he should have had this year. And well, last okay. year, whatever. Last season. TJ Watt, easy. Cool. Punk. Right division, wrong team, wrong player. <laughs> Ooh, hang on, Miles Garrett. You've got to play every Correct. game. Miles Garrett. Miles no, Garrett no, no, doesn't I... play every game. So he will do this year. He won't. There's a good chance he will. And do. he will be the NFL sack leader this year. And he will just eat people alive this year. And he will win Defensive Player of the Year this year. Okay. I've gone, I get why. And I, I was in exactly the same thinking. I've gone for another player who I think will get a billion sacks. Um, and I'm a huge fan as well, uh, Shaq Barrett. Because Barrett's got that ability um, to come. Well, he's, he plays le- outside left linebacker, and now they've bought in players where they can rotate him. Because the problem has always been he's got sacks early on in games, but because he plays so many snaps, he tends not to get any at the end when people are a bit more tired. But now they've bought in slow. other. Pa- well, he's not old and slow. That's ridiculous. I mean, you're older and is. slower than he is. It's got to be about thirty-two. But I mean, and I mean, a bit more. You know, Compared to compared to his uh, his compatriot quarterback, he's a, he's a spring chicken, but and he used to play for the Broncos as well. So, well, I mean, <laughs> you're out on the limb there, Dave. No, I I love Shaq Barrett, so that's that's where I'm going. So, yeah. Well, I know they vote on who you love, Dave. So you should be in there yes, with a with a shout. Absolutely. Let's let's do the well, rookie you, position home, then. So offensive rookie with, of the year. You know what? Offensive Rookie of the Year, Punk. I've gone controversial. Oh, okay. I've I've gone for a quarterback who probably won't even start the year, to be honest. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, keep going. I've gone. I've gone for a player who I think will come in quite early on in the season and may just about to, uh, turn around his team's fortunes, at least for a little while. Mm. Um, so I think kind of kind of similar to um, how Herbert did in um, 
LA with the California Chargers last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so my pick for offensive rookie of the year is Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. That's one I considered. And you're right, by the way, they should call them the California Chargers. The LA Chargers is a stupid name. Should change it to California Chargers. My worry um, with Fields is it's going to take a while before he gets on the field. Yes. They'll they'll hold on to Dalton for a game too much, you know. I think Let's also, see. Let's see. I think also the fact because you know I'm a, I'm a big Fields fan. The problem is they Apart don't have the an enormous. Didn't want to draft him. That's not what I said. <laughs> I said I fully understood the reason not to. Go and listen to the last the last part. <laughs> stop, just stop with that. It's just spreading There's a lot wild. of callbacks in this episode. Oh man. Yeah. Um, yeah, just spreading wild propaganda. Um, anyway, so yeah, no, I get why. The problem is when he's having a bit of a dodgy game here and there, he hasn't necessarily got the talent to help him dig it out. When he throws a back shoulder the fade that's four yards away, as he got, you know, the cube, uh, the wide receiver two to pull him out of it. And he's just, I'm not sure the rest of the talent's there, but he's got the defense to be able to lean on. So I don't think it's a daft pick. Let's see. Let's yep. wait and see. Mm. Um, so. So for me, the offensive rookie of the year, since the award was actually introduced, 62% of all the awards have gone to running backs. Even last year, when, oh, sorry, not last year, uh, last year and year before you had two quarterbacks. Prior to that, it was four or five running backs in a row. Two. So three, that's three not surprising, in the though. That's, well, that's no. not really surprising because running backs, the one position that you can literally you pick can someone up, drop them in day one exactly. and make a massive impact. Yeah, from 2015 onwards, it's been Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, uh, Alvin Kamara, and Saquon Barkley. All running backs. Dak Prescott got it in 2016. Uh, no, Ezekiel Elliott did. Dak Prescott got it in 2016. Mm, don't think he did. Anyway, digress. <laughs> so what I was looking at is who the top five... Uh, Today's world, we're all just by. living in it. Come on, Dave, get on with it. Anyway, who the top five running backs were? Najee Harris, who's behind the 32nd best run game in, in the league last season. Travis Etienne's retired, uh, <laughs> basically for the season because his ACL is done. Michael Carter's joining the Jets and he's got the same issue as Najee Harris. He hasn't got the offensive line. So that only leaves us with, um, basically, Trey Sermon, who's going to the 49ers and Javante Williams. Um I think as much as I want to be a homer and give it to Javante Williams, I think Trey Sermon at the 49ers with the offensive run games and the packages that they the sub packages that they, uh, that they play Trey Sermon will be the offensive rookie of the year. Okay. <laughs> Not even not, sure he's going to start is he? for him anymore. So you, he's got a good chance of being very good this year, but mm-hmm. I, I've, clearly gone for the number one RB selected in the draft. It's going to feature heavily in Matt Canada's offense. Najee Harris. Homer. Well, if you're right, you're right. You know, I've got to get behind it because I wanted a, an O-lineman and I didn't get one. So I'm now saying Najee Harris won offensive rookie of the year because he's that good. And he is that good. He's uh, streets ahead of everyone else. There you go. You hope. I dose really hope. <laughs> and now, last but not least, defensive rookie of the year. I'll go first if you want. Go on. Go for it. You go first. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for a, a cornerback, a player who'll come in in the Pittsburgh media. Pittsburgh Steeler? Impact. No, not a Steeler. Uh, yeah. Pedigree in the name and college attended. Plus, I think because his team are going to make the playoffs, that obviously gives him a bump. And that is, of course, Patrick Satan, the second of the Denver Broncos. Mm-mm. See, that's disgraceful. with you, Dave. About your I own, do. Your own first round pick. I do. This is this is surprising to me. 
because I can't believe you're going to argue with me that Patrick Chan's not going to be good enough to be defensive rookie. I'm, that's not what I said. Now, the problem you that I've got... Do you, mind if, no, do you mind if I go now? Go. Crack on. Be okay. my guest. So since the award was introduced, defensive rookie of the year was introduced, um, there's only been eight winners by cornerbacks. There's been 53 awards handed out, eight winners in total. There's only been three winners since 1998. Um, when I think it was Charles Woodson who won it in '98. So since then, there's only been three um, cornerbacks. Now, if there's been two the... in the last five years, okay, or six if years, you... okay, there's been two defensive ends in the past two years. But we'll gloss over that for a second. If you take into account defensive ends and linebackers, that accounts for sixty-six percent of all defensive awards. So it's much easier, and you're much more likely to see a defensive end or a linebacker get the award so because of that okay. that's where i've looked i Gen- have a question i have go a question it. before you go any further yeah, yeah go for it. how many rookies are there in the nfl this year uh i mean by definition there's 500 no there's at least 280 290 right. 300 so just pick one yeah, yeah that's what i'm doing <laughs> absolutely if you hadn't interrupted me you'd already know who it would be <laughs> um so essentially i've gone for a t- uh, defensive end and the defensive end that i Feel has the most will have the most impact. Greg Rousseau of the Buffalo Bills. Two reasons for this: um, the Bills' rushing defense last season was trash, and they immediately went out and signed two guys who can apply pressure. Um, and Greg Rousseau got fifteen and a half sacks in twenty nineteen, second in the nation behind Chase Young. Um, sat out the twenty twenty year, nice and rested, um, and he's from a. I think we had him. We had him picked to the Bills at 21. He went to the Bills at 30. So we, yeah. we were pretty spot on in that, but they traded with um, Kansas. Uh, and he's from a place called Coconut Creek, which is the same place as uh, Calvin Ridley and Jason Derulo, who apparently is a singer. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. you didn't know that, Dave. I have no clue. Wow. Let's, just, okay, let's so hear you, yours you've, first you've before kind of, I tell You've kind of run out of uh, things there. I was you? running a bit thin. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah. To be fair, um, you know, I'm glad Rousseau's used to coming second in things because he's he's going to come second in this award, to be honest. Um, if not <laughs> third. Second. I had two on my list. Um, one was the aforementioned donkey, Pat Sertain. Um, so I'm not <laughs> going to pick him purely because Jim did. And to make mm. it interesting, I'll go with my other pick, which is Mika Parsons, the middle uh, linebacker from Dallas. Nah. I mean, you, you <laughs> wait and see. You wait and see. He's I like got the lot. I like he, Parsons, but how often, this is a genuine question. This isn't meant to be a leading question, so don't take it as that. How often does a star within a bad unit win the award? Because that Cowboys defense is a bad unit. Which means he's going to stand out within a bad unit. It's going to help him stand out. So no no one's an individual award. That's what you need to do. No one's going to go, he's amazing, that guy. I mean, he's not a key, is he? They might do. They might do. He might be. You don't know. He's a rookie. That's the point. We don't know how any of these players are going to play. No, we don't. We don't. See? But the reason I didn't pick a defensive end like Dave went for, pure, even though the history is well within on his side, um, if you look at the defensive ends that typically get picked, last two years, Chase Young, Nick Bosa, top two picks in their respective drafts. Yeah. Uh, then you had Marshall Lattimore in 2017, exceptional cornerback. Marcus Peters in 2015, exceptional cornerback. Joey Bosa was a third overall pick in 2016. So we don't have one of those 
those Chase Youngs, you know, those Miles uh, Miles yeah. Garrett types, you know, that kind of are expected me, to walk away with the award. You don't have that, and you've had to delve down into the bottom of the first round to pick up Greg Russo, not even the best defensive end, so not even the best Miami defensive end, all right? Jalen Phillips was. was a better defensive end last year, did the stats. Well, you didn't play last year. I mean, to, comparing, to, comparing the years, Dave, obviously, <laughs> you dumbass. But we don't rent. have we don't have a top three all American defensive ends coming into this draft, so you're gonna have to look for your handbags away, girls. Patrick Satan has the pedigree. I think he's just gonna come and do look, better. I can't believe I'm arguing with Dave apart about me anyway, Bronco. No. I'm finally complimenting the Bronco, and he's arguing with me about it. Okay, the issue is the issue. I'm is, never gonna do it again. Um, never at again. Cornerback. Yes, you are. Never at cornerback. Again. Because you're gonna you're gonna be here this time next year going the Broncos are gonna retain their Super Bowl ring and I'll be like no we're not <laughs> blah, 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 retain. You know. retain. anyway <laughs> wow well, delusions of grandeur have really got you haven't they <laughs> <laughs> listen the issue is right um, the Broncos are have amazing depth at cornerback there's two issues Broncos have amazing depth at cornerback and he's not going to play an enormous amount of snaps not the 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 level of snaps that you're going to need to stand out and be the offensive star. I may all be wrong, but we have an enormous amount of riches in the secondary. The second issue is we're in the same division as Patrick Mahomes, and you are going to see on highlight reels every now and again the ball sailing over his head, which is unfortunately going to happen. It's just one of those things. Um, if we were in a different division and we're not playing Patrick Mahomes twice a year, then I may agree. Um, so that's that's kind of where I'm going with it. And, and who you're playing has an impact, but Thank you very much for the compliment. Um, Patrick Massain, uh, Patrick Satane, PS2, one hell of a player. But we don't know. Right. <laughs> no. Should we move on to the Super Bowl then? Yeah. First match of all, give what we first, believe, think. Yeah. what our matchup yeah. will be, and then who we think is going to win. I'm happy to go first. Um, I've got the Chiefs against the Rams, um, mainly mm. because I think the Chiefs... I've gone for who I believe the two best teams in each division are. Conference. Fair enough. Whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. I've gone with uh, one pick the same as yours. I, however, have gone uh, the Bills against the Rams. Ooh, I, do you know what? I'd love to see that Super Bowl. I think, uh, from my point of view, I think the Bills are just built everywhere. I think their defense is better than the Chiefs. I think they've, you know, Josh Allen is an absolute stud. I think they can score they can win ugly they can do it all um and i've just got a sneaky feeling it might be their year and they're going to have the defensive rookie of the year in their team as well so <laughs> just, just putting that out there <laughs> um okay let me guess steelers Ravens. <laughs> steelers i yeah. mean how no. well you know as much as i'd love to put them in there I, I can't do it. You're not that I just wanted to know, so Punk, what about the uh, wide receiver core of the Buffalo Bills? You were you happy what with about them? You think that's I'm absolutely them? happy with it. And it's 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 not so much about the receiver core as the quarterback. It's clearly not about yeah. the receiver core no, because right. you know Mahomes Mahomes has also you know got a massive drop off after yeah. his uh, first receiver or two. Or two. Hardman's yeah, not three. exactly gonna. Well, you know, Hardman's not exactly, you know, pulling up trees, is he? So, yeah, not all games are won by scoring 45 points, you know, Jim. There is a little (laughs) thing called defense as well. And in that area, the Bills are definitely superior to the Chiefs. 
What's but wrong it, with their receiving core? I, I mean, mean, they haven't they haven't got a Premier. Salah was a big meets paddling pool. Yeah, okay. I was going to say apart from apart from the um, Stefan Diggs, the Stephon tight end, Diggs. tight end, like you said, Dave, they haven't really Dawson got a Knox. Tight end. Knox is their tight end. Got rid of Lee Smith, yeah. But yeah, or uh, Tommy Sweeney. Is there two Absolutely nothing wrong with the yeah. receiver core. No, and the the is the number two wide pick, receiver. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's that's an L you're taking there. And Cole Beasley, Sorry. if he's not Cole dead Cole Beasley, he's nothing... at the start of the season, then uh, he's not going to be pulling up any trees, is he? Uh, they got Jordan Gabriel and they re-signed Emmanuel Sanders as well. They signed Emmanuel Sanders as well. Um, yeah. All of all players who can play in this slot and get open. But I mean, last year we saw on numerous occasions, Josh Allen, your vote for the offensive player of the year, just yep. to put that out there, was able to make average tight ends look superb. So... <laughs> Just saying, you'd find Stefan Diggs. I'll, I'll give you that, yeah. Yeah, but you'll find Stefan Diggs for an 80 odd bomb. That's the issue. So it doesn't matter who else is looking for it. I was just asking but a no. question about depth, all right? I know Stefan Diggs is amazing, but Ooh, you, you worry about depth, you worry about your picks. Look, the easy one would say would be Chiefs Rams because they are the two, well, most packed teams in terms of talent, but. What we've noticed is that it doesn't usually end up that way, and you usually get at least one team turns up that you don't expect to be there. So, uh, like the Bills, like the Bills, like <laughs> like potentially the Forty ers this year, if it all came together for it them, could be. That would be one where they get into the playoffs, and I do fancy Carl Shannon to uh, to scheme away. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be boring and just say Chiefs Rams, just because they've got so much talent on on both sides that uh, it's difficult to look past them. No love for the Bucks anyway, even though they brought back the entire team from no, last year. No. Do you know they, what? They handed the that reason, playoff run and, and the two the as well. The only reason I didn't go for the Rams was simply uh, the Bucks was simply because I thought it was too obvious. So I was trying to be a little bit different. That's why I went for the Rams. And it turns out that we're all pretty much in agreement. <laughs> um, all the stars yeah. aligned from last year. I don't think, even though they got the same players back, I just don't think it happens. Who's yeah. your AFC team, Jim? Chiefs. The Rams. Chiefs. So oh. you've, you've gone with the boring Chiefs pick. I've gone with the boring Chiefs pick. Again, there, there are a couple of other teams that it could be, but... The thing just, is... You no, know, you can't bet against them. You just can't. The thing is, you've, you've mentioned about the 49ers were an alternate, but you didn't have them winning the division. You didn't have them finishing no. second. No, but once you get into the playoffs, Dave, then it's anyone's game, isn't it? It's a whole new They're tournament. Third. Yeah. <laughs> they were third. They're scraping in by. So what you're saying is they're going to scraping by. Uh, uh, what, Twelve and five it, record. It's not exactly scraping, is it? Okay, they're going to scrape in by a wild card in a seventeen game season, and then have to play go all the way through the wild cards. Only a wild card football. because of the division they're in. I'm just saying. I'm just what I'm saying is a perfectly valid point. The, yeah. You don't always well, have to attack me, Jim. Sometimes you can just you can just say you're right, Dave. I've been an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm Dave, sorry. When it happens, Dave. I'll let you know. Point. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'll just point it out. That's what I was just putting it out. All there. Right, all right. I'm just spitting facts, bruv. <laughs> all right so winners then so i've got chiefs rams mm. um no fiber of my being would ever allow me to pick the chiefs <laughs> uh, uh, so no i'm that, that's uh, it. at the end of that sentence i'm going rams <laughs> end of um i'd rather pick the new york mets to be perfectly honest we could get um, a clean sweep here for the rams could do not could do, likely but you're not going to because i'm going to go bills yeah <laughs> And I'll go Chiefs. 
just to uh, throw that one in there as well. Cool. Uh, so, <laughs> quick recap. Um, I've got the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Jim's got the Chiefs. Um, Punk, you've got the Bills. Um, I've got Stafford being the MVP. I said earlier that Stafford would be the Super Bowl MVP. That's why I let it out, because I thought he'd be the Super Bowl MVP when they win it, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm going with it. So yeah, interesting. The only thing I haven't got written down, I just want to check. What was your, who Jim, who was your offensive rookie of the year? Najee Harris. Najee Harris, that was it. That was why it was... Boomer. It was so forgettable. That was so right. forgettable. So... Just just to say, uh, Jim has gone for the Defensive Player of the Year as a Steelers player and the Offensive Rookie of the Year as a Steelers player. Okay. Mm. Correct. Quality the on both sides of the ball. Obviously goes without saying that both Punk and I stayed away from our own players because why would we go near them? <laughs> I went for a Denver player as well, you know. Yeah. Well, we just we just went for players that actually might win the yeah, awards we, as we, opposed we, to yes, you know, just, just, just the ones yeah. that yeah, we were just the ones that you thought... Um, Played on your team. So. What you have to remember, Jim, is that we've been blinded by idiocy rather than loyalty. So I, I can you know, see that. At least, at least it's honourable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to our last part of the the podcast, boys. Let's do the picks for week one. Week one. Almost here. It's almost we've here. We've got football week until one. February of next year. And that's another good thing we haven't even talked about yet is that the NFL have come out and said that if you miss a game through to COVID or it's your own fault, they won't move the schedule around this time. Oh. You have to play the game or... I wonder how that it. feels, having to play a game without a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I wonder how that feels, that. eh? Let everyone else get a backup bloody t- uh, backup wide receiver and make him try and throw the ball. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens when it's, you know, when it's one of the big boys, one of the sexy boys who has to do that. When when they're trying to make Dallas play, you know, we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. So okay, a couple of changes though, boys, from from last year. Obviously, we've rebranded completely. So today we're really excited to announce our new partnership with Play Action Pools. They're the newest office sports pool hosting platform. They'll be hosting our new Pod versus the People contest this season. We'll be using them to capture all of our picks for every week of the regular season, plus a different listener every week going in as the people account. But they also have the options like build your bankroll format, which will operate essentially as a virtual sports book. That allows you to choose the games you want to pick and determine how many points you're willing to risk on each game. Um, our contest will run throughout the season, and whoever has the most wins at the end will, of course, be the winner. Play Action Pool is also offering a special discount code for our audience. So if you'd like to host a private contest of your own, whether that's NFL, college football, or even NBA, as that's starting up soon, use the link TFD to sign up and receive 10% off. That's at playactionpools.com. So put TFD into your sign-up code and you'll get 10% off. That also helps us. Uh, that's playactionpools.com. Playactionpools.com. So with I'm that sorry, what was that percentage off in that code again? Was that's that t- They'll 10%? get 10% off if they set up a that's, that's That's a right deal. I, yeah. I do that. What's what's the code for that? I TFD. TFD so is nice and down. simple. Even TFD. I can spell it. <laughs> exactly. That's why they asked me how many letters can uh, can Punk use, and I said, "Look, can we keep it to three, please?" And, uh, crayons. Um, crayons. Think yeah, crayons. <laughs> We've all signed up to Play Action Pools. It's been really yep. easy to put in our picks for the week, so we're really looking forward to using that to showcase um, how the contest is getting on. So we're all going to give our picks. I'll just Dave this time. Just- just to say on this, genuinely, genuinely, I've used the website for the first time today. It was actually really easy. 
I'm a spanner when it comes to technology and it was actually really good. So yeah, if I can, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. So we're all putting in our picks this time. It's not just everyone against Dave. Uh, yeah. Punk and myself yeah, are also putting in our picks. So we'll get to see how all four of us, how, how three of us and the listeners have done come the end of the season. Um, week one, we've got Lou, who's a Giants fan, doing the doing the picks for the people. So we're going to go through the games and then we'll all give our, our picks. Uh, it starts off on Thursday night for us, and that is the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How are we going to do this? Punk, who are you picking? I have gone for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to Dave. win their opener. I see no way in which the Cowboys can win away at the Bucks. I'm sorry. I no. genuinely cannot make a case for it. So I, you can't go anywhere other than the Bucks. Everyone's gone for the Bucks. It's, yeah. yeah. Dallas just aren't that great a team. So, and the Bucks playing at no, home, I, coming back down off that uh, Super Bowl win. Fully expected. I was, look, I was looking at putting on an accumulator, and quite frankly, even though I'm saying they're heavy favourites, the lack of odds wasn't worth the risk. Even the bookies are saying, look, we're not giving anything away on the Bucks. Mm. It, the odds were absolutely ridiculous. Even to go within one score was ridiculous. Let's move on to the Sunday slate then. Let's start with the Birds. That is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. Fly, been... Falcons, fly. I believe the Eagles are going to be potentially historically bad this year. <laughs> so it's not because I like the Falcons, but it's, no. it's because I hate the Eagles. I don't hate the Eagles. I just think they're rubbish. Um, yeah, I'll go They just won't score as many points. We, we've all gone for the Falcons is. then, I mean, at least in week you one. You can't get any more fundamental than that. <laughs> so everyone has gone for the Falcons, myself, Lou, and you two as well. So then we're on to a really big game. That is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Dave? Um, so last year, I at the beginning of the season, I consistently went against the Steelers. You did, and it bit me in the ass because you guys started I 11 and 0 or whatever it was before mm-hmm. you got beaten by everyone in the NFL, it seemed. No, um, and pretty much was no. this year, no different. I'm going Bills, open up with a win. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer the Buffalo Bills. I know you're going to go for them, you just picked them to win the Super Bowl. Of course, you're going to go for them. <laughs> yeah. My well, prediction I'm going for this Pittsburgh year, Steelers, and so is Lou. So we've got a 50-50 yep. split here, boys. My prediction Next this up. year is that Punk Raider goes for the Bills every single week. That's going Ooh, to be one yeah. of my predictions. You reckon? Every we'll single to, we'll week. We'll have to keep an eye on that. We'll have to listen back to see what his record was for the Bills. I think it was pretty high, but I'm not sure it was 17. It was 12. Oh, I think was I went 12. 12 or 13. I this is where you actually have to find out where those losses come from, Punk, rather than just guessing in ether. Like, well, it certainly yeah. won't be in this game, will it, Terrible Jim? Oh, <laughs> it will. Well, you, yeah, your your prediction for them, um, Punk, was for the Rams to win 12 games and your prediction uh, for the Steelers was for the Steelers to win nine games. So That's yeah. great, but the Bills are playing the Steelers, not the Rams. Yeah, not the Rams. Did I say Rams? Bills. Yeah. Sorry, Bills, yeah, 12 games. <laughs> 12. Yeah, I'm just right. I was just looking at the wrong name. Next game, it's the Minnesota Vikings at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I mean, how do we make it Vikings. interesting? Yeah, how do you make it interesting? It's going to be it's the, the Vikings. Vikings. Uh, well, Lou's gone for the Bengals Vikings. Bengals. I've gone for the Bengals, so I've made Ooh. it interesting. So you, you you've been an NFC, uh, I mean, uh, NFC AFC North Homer. <laughs> for the time being I mean, we've got we've got one point on him playing at so home Joe Burrow's back 
Minnesota are an up and down team. They lose some horrible games to teams they shouldn't lose games to. It's entirely possible that away from home, Minnesota don't get the win in week one. The last at game, home, Burrow's coming off a massive injury, still hasn't got much of an offensive line. Vikings pass rush isn't too bad. Vikings could win it 9-3. And the last <laughs> time the Vikings lost on opening day of the season was in 1991. I mean, that's a stat I just completely made up. But for a second, you believe that? That's <laughs> Thanks, what's Dave. important. That's what's important. <laughs> Thanks. The San Francisco 49ers are going to the Detroit Lions. Hang on, Does anyone have the Detroit Lions? No. no. 49ers, by 49ers a lot. across the board. Let's not dwell on that one. The nope. Arizona Cardinals are going to the Tennessee Titans. This should be a good game. Uh, Titans are at home. No. So I go Titans. Yeah, Titans will run all over them. I love the cards. I love Kyler Murray. He's my top three favorite quarterbacks to watch. Don't mean to say he's one of my one of the best, but he's one of my favorites to watch. Um, I wish them luck, but I think the Titans will win that game. I've also got the Titans. It's one of Arizona's few losses for me. Lou's actually gone for the Cardinals. So mm-hmm. we have got a difference between the pod and the people. Then we've got the California Chargers at the Washington football team. Ooh. Ooh. Anyone Cheeky gone for game. the Chargers? Yes, I will go for the Chargers. Will you? Yeah. AFC West Homer. I mean, nah, I you can't steal my thing. Now. Go away. Get out of it. <laughs> well, you didn't say it. <laughs> Punk, what are you going for? Chargers or the Washington Silly Nannies? Uh, yeah, I can't actually find. Oh, there it is. Um, I have gone with the uh, football team. Yeah, okay. So everyone's everyone apart from Dave has gone with the football team. Yeah. Dave's going with the Chargers. Okay. The Carolina Panthers are hosting the New York Football Jets. Has anyone gone for the um, Jets? I mean, not even at this time. Even Robert Salah hasn't gone for the Jets. Not at home. <laughs> the <laughs> Carolina Panthers across the board then to get the win there. We've got a an AFC West matchup here. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans with Terod Taylor throwing the ball. This the NFL have branded this Suckfest 2021. Um, mm. I'm going for the Jags. I'm going for the Texans. Oh, Jesus really Christ. Well, I think I said last week they'd win one game early in the season and that you would did. be their lot. And guess what? <laughs> this is the that. one game. There this is go. what the Jags did last year, though. The Jags won on exactly open Exactly what the Jags mem- did last year. I can't year. remember who it was against, but they won early last Colts, year. Colts, wasn't it? I think they beat the Colts. Colts yeah. 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 Well, been, but yeah, also then they the lost Texans. every game. Lou's also there you gone go, you to... see. Lou, Lou knows what she's about. No, so it's doesn't. a 50-50 split again. Wow. Then we've got one of the other massive games of the week. It is the Cleveland Browns at the Kansas City Chiefs. Anyone go Browns? Nope. Hmm. I think the Lou Browns are a potentially, a potentially decent team. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean they win in this one. Don't, no, but you don't. They're going to develop into a good team, I think. Um, I think, yeah, you go up against an Andy Reid team early and you struggle, typically. Um, I wish them the best of luck because they are going to need it, but I have to go to Chiefs. I don't think they need that much luck, to be honest. Oh, if, if you think back to the playoffs last season, I think the Browns really gave the Chiefs a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I still think the Chiefs win this one, but I think this could be my game of the week. And it could actually 
it wouldn't surprise me if the if the Browns pulled this out early doors. Yeah, yeah I, but but are you going for the Chiefs? But I'm going for the Chiefs. <laughs> okay, so everyone's going for the Chiefs. Yeah, an AFC East matchup. It's the Miami Dolphins at New England Patriots. Mac Jones starting against Tua Tagovailoa, ex Alabama QBs. Uh, fins, attack of the fish. I've gone for the Dolphins. Yeah, I've gone for the fish. And Lou's gone for the Patriots. So interesting. <laughs> up in Foxborough, it's not quite cold enough yet for me. Not yet. It? Not yet. There will be like a fish out of water. Oh, well yeah. done. Four I games left. They're mammals, but you know. Awful. Four games left. The Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints, who aren't actually at home. I think that's being played in Jacksonville. I mean, if someone that will get a win. Prevents anyone's yeah. decision making. Does not. With weather and what has anyone you. has anyone picked the Saints? Nope. No. No. No one's picked the Saints. That should be fairly standard there for the Green Bay Packers. With everyone back. The hang on, last time the Saints were um last time the Saints were troubled by heavily troubled by weather is the best way I can put it. Didn't they go on to win the Super Bowl? I mean, I'm not suggesting for one yeah, second that James. Drew Brees throwing the ball for them, who was ten years younger. I, I think it was a year removed as well. Oh, was it? Oh, it was yeah. when they returned. I remember. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. For good omens there. Came back. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Right. The Denver Broncos at the New York Football Giants. Come on. I want to hear you say it. I want to boss Bunk. in your glory. Well, well, Jim has to go with the Broncos because he picked the Giants to only win two games all season. I did. True that. This is not one of their wins, so I'm going for the Broncos. Yep. Good lad. Well, I mean, it's against the Giants, mate. Went to... Pop the champagne. You have no idea how much I want to pick the Giants, <laughs> but I can't. I've got to go with the Broncos until I, until I've seen them and I've seen Barkley back. And yeah, I, I've got to go with the Broncos in this one. I just for the hey. record, um, I was behave. Um, <laughs> I was listening to something the other day, and they reckon that Barkley's not going to be back for like the first three weeks of the season. Mm. Whether it's very it's, possible. I mean, it's very it, was, it was an independent um, Giants podcast, one of the ones that pop up on um, YouTube. And uh, yeah, I was having a little listen to it because we've got them first day of the season. Said, yeah, Barkley's not going to be back. Whether they mean he'll be back, but not, you know, he'll be like Todd Gurley back, where he's there in person only. Um, but he's not going to be, you know, himself. That would be interesting. Without Barkley, they have zero chance. Well, lose a Giants. I won't say zero Giants. chance. I wouldn't oh, say I, I was mean, gonna say I wouldn't say zero chance because they are playing at home and the Broncos, you know, don't travel ooh, west fortress, to east particularly fortress. well. I mean, we but, don't travel you know. north to south or south to west or west to east anyway, <laughs> particularly <laughs> well, to be perfectly honest. That's true. That's also yeah. true. All right. So only Lou has gone for the Giants because she is a Giants fan. So yeah. the you Sunday night game ball, is the Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, oh, Andy Dalton under the lights. We know how this goes. Aaron Donald's going to have a feast. Yeah, anyone picking sure the Bears here? Uh, no. It'll be a low-scoring no. game, I think. No. I don't think it's going to be a big-scoring game. Hmm. You've just had Matt Stafford picked for... No, I know. But I, I, know I have a 20-point spread it was. on that game. MVP. <laughs> a 20-point spread, did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> They'll I wouldn't them, be surprised yeah, if it was 35-10 or something. I'm not sure it will be a massively scoring game because I don't think 
the Rams aren't going to have had their running games sorted out yet because they've only just was it Sony Michelle or James White they signed? I always get the two mixed up. Whichever one it was they signed from the Patriots, I think it was Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. Um, they're still, yeah, they're still getting the running game sorted out, and it's going to be a lot of fine tuning. You know, let's let's be honest. You know that Bears defense can be very good. It it's, can be solid. Yeah, when Victor was there, it was. Yeah, their secondary is getting worse and worse every season, and losing Fuller is not going to help that either. But I, I'm not sure it's going to be a massive scoring game. I'm just not sure. I don't know. I think it will spiral come the uh, fourth quarter. The Monday night game. Then it's the Baltimore Ravens at the Las Vegas Raiders. Punk. Is going anyone for? going for the Raiders? Oh, I'm pointing gone. to the Raiders sign behind you on his a podcast gone. doesn't work. Right? <laughs> I can hear him. Raiders. Ravens. Raiders. Yeah. Really? Raiders. Damn fool. I'm going Ravens. Uh, yeah, I've also gone for the Ravens, as has Lou. So it's three to one on that one. Pourquoi? Is it just your heart, Punk, that's doing that to you? First game of the season, anything can happen. And we're normally all no, right on a Monday night. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I'm going, going with the boys. They're going to win you, in the one room. One thing that's good, though, one thing that's good is we're not going to have to watch you lot play on a bloody baseball field. That's no. one positive. No, 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 no baseball fields. And also, it doesn't kick off at four in the morning. Remember, they used to do those double headers on Monday night yeah. so that you'd end up with the Chargers and somebody and us playing in the late one that kicked off at like four in the morning and finished about half past eight. Um, so, yeah. We're we're on our own on Monday night, and we're going to start the season well with a win. Boom! You're going on, on that absolute craziness. We're going to sign off for the main pod. So all that's left to say is that please, guys, if you can follow us on Twitter at Final Down NFL. Go to the Final Down. Even if you can't, go and make a Twitter account and yeah. start following us. We <laughs> put loads of good stuff up. Exactly. Yeah, it's about time you lot start pulling your weight. Come on, we've been carrying you for too long. TheFunnelDown.com, where you can check out our stuff on there and also stream the podcasts. Uh, you can st- download the podcast from iTunes or wherever, uh, The Final Down. And again, if you can, please sign up to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash final down. We are posting blogs and videos all the time. So there's going to be loads of extra content going up on there that we just won't be able to put up on here. We're trying to keep these to a, a manageable length on the pod. So if you can, please do it. It's only £4 a month and uh, we'll make it worth it. So there we go. All proceeds will not go to charity. <laughs> well, we are a kind of charity. But, I am. Well, yeah. I was say my bank account says otherwise. Haven't they got millions That's and true. millions in reserves, which I'm pretty sure you don't have. <laughs> Until you next week, boys, know. when we've actually got some NFL to talk about. I've been Jim. Yeah. That's been Denver Dave. That's been Punk Radio. Thank you so much for listening. 